Well, 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 good people. How are you out there? This is Dwayne. 10.48 a.m. here on the East Coast. This 13th day of January, 525,600 minutes in this year. 365 days minus 13. Here we are again on this amazing, amazing journey. Again, I do hope that this finds you well. And even if you're listening to this podcast and you happen to be in a hospital or rehabbing, I hope that some of these words can uplift you and help you to realize your potential so that when you get back up, you get back in the game, back on your grind, back into your purpose here on this great earth. Well, good people, the other day I brought you a word in the car (laughs) and I hope that that helped a few people and I hope that you might actually pass that on. Not often do I actually listen back to my podcast, but that was one that I actually listened back to and I felt like there was a positive word there. So I hope that you might pass that on and the podcast in general. You can pass it on as a gift, you know, why not? It's just $5, uh, $5, you spend that on coffee. So why not give someone a good word? And I hope that I am bringing all of you a good word wherever you are. If you are troop and you're listening to this, thank you so much for your sacrifice and service for me and my children and my family to be able to have all of the many, many gifts that we do have here. Thank you so very much. It is appreciated. There's so many questions in this life. There's so much going on, so much mental health going on, mental health issues, people really losing their minds, really. And people don't really, I think, take into account the fact that you are actually a sane person. Sanity is a really undervalued situation. There's so many things that come upon us, I believe, to attack us mentally, to take our focus away from what we are trying to accomplish in this life. And again, I say that this journey will not just be some easy thing where say, hey, you know, I have this goal and it's going to be easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. (laughs) What a commercial that was. It's not going to be. Even when we put our best foot forward, there is always something. And it is so very annoying. And I know that. There are a couple of questions that are essential, I think, to every human being here on this earth. We are all given the same amount of time in a day, which is 24 hours. So time is something that we cannot ever stop or redeem and change. Those two things are guaranteed on our journey no matter what. Time and change. So what are we going to do with those two specific things on our journey? I believe that this is a question that most humans around the world probably ask themselves, but I do believe there are five fundamental questions and some of these are based off of my mentor. And my mentor, even though, again, he didn't know he was my mentor, was Dr. Miles Monroe, who was an incredible orator, minister, pastor, uh, public speaker. He was incredible. This man wrote 64 books in his lifetime. 64. I've only published one so far. I hope you might actually grab that book. I'm going to put some more content out, but that book is called One-on-One from Dad to Son, Lessons in Basketball and Discipline. And you can see that on Amazon. Amazon. I am on the Amazon. You can order it on your Kindle or actually you can also order it hardcover. Or if you have my information, you could definitely email me and get a copy. 
All that said, there is something in each and every one of us to give this world on our journey. And I believe, again, that I sat on most of my gift for about 25 years. Now, certain doors have opened, but understand every door that opens for you is not necessarily a good door. This is something I really didn't realize. I'm not saying that my journey has not been good. I'm not complaining about it. I think my journey has been great. I do think that certain doors are open that I probably should not have walked through. Just because certain doors are open does not mean they are definitely for you and what you are destined to do on this earth. But a lot of that comes with wisdom. A lot of that comes with living. And a lot of it just comes from being clear in your mind. And what are you living for? What is your purpose here? Time is for you to fulfill your purpose. This is something that I've heard from a few people. One is Dr. Miles Monroe. He said that time is measured in your purpose. And many of us don't realize our purpose until uh, maybe later on in life. But my goal is for all of you to now, no matter where you are, whether you be four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, for you to find your purpose now. And even if you're in your 40s or 50s and you feel like you have been stuck, you can rediscover yourself. You can realize that you have to do something with the time that you have left. Time is important and it is undervalued. Again, I use this now, 525,600 minutes, which I didn't know about until I did this show, right, Rent. And even though that show bought me some, uh, some times that were unfortunate, I gained something from that. And I gained that time is something that you should not play with. Because you have people in your life who love you and you love. And, you know, how many times on a daily basis do we actually tell people that we have in our presence that we love them? Stevie Wonder had a song that said, when was the last time that they heard you say, mother or father, I love you? When was the last time that they heard you say, daughter or son, I love you? The one for whom you give your very life could be taken in the twinkling of an eye. And then he said, through your tears, you'd ask, why did you go? Knowing you didn't always show all the love and how much you love them so. And then he said, these three words, sweet and simple. These three words, sweet and kind. These three words, I love you, are so very difficult. (laughs) So very difficult. I vow to tell my children on a daily basis, no matter what we are going through as a family, I vow to tell my children every day that I love them, that they are valuable, no matter what. Now, yesterday we had a little bit of a setback happen. There was something that happened and it went down and it was not pretty. And again, I don't get on here to give you only the good things, right? We all make mistakes. We all fall fall short of the glory, right? We strive for, for uh, the perfection, just like in this podcast, I strive for, for perfection, but my words sometimes get, you know, <laughs> jumbled. I did that one on purpose. But I hope that you can see beyond the fault and understand that I'm trying to fulfill a need. I do believe that the creator sees the potential in me through my fault. He has protected me all of these years through my fault, through my turning my back, through all of my stuff. And sometimes the more we live, the more we discover about ourselves. And yesterday was a day where we had something go down that was not very pretty. And I personally had to apologize to my children. 
sometimes words get said and you have to own that and you have to apologize and you have to hope that they can see beyond the fault. So all that said, good people, I hope that you can forgive yourself. I hope that you can tell someone you love them. I hope that somebody can actually tell you that you are loved, you are worthy, and that you matter here on this journey. So, good people, this podcast is not going to be long today, but what I want to do is to try to encourage your mind, your soul. There are five questions that are essential to every human that walks the face of the earth. There are five essential questions that I think all of us must at some point answer. Now, whether we want to answer them or not, I don't know, but... We have to get to a point where I think there are five essential questions. And what happens when we get to the young people early enough for them to realize these five questions? There's a reason why gangs are filled with young people whom are seeking power, seeking to know whom they are, taking on someone else's identity because some of us fail to actually Feed our children great things so that they know who they are. So there's no question about who they are or where they came from. And we have to do that early on. There's certain things that take over in the media, in the airwaves that encapture our children's minds. And people don't think lyrics are important, but lyrics are very important, right? There's certain things I will not allow my children to listen to. Now, I know I cannot, cannot be around them 24-7. Look, back in the day, I wanted to listen to Lottie Dottie. A lot of people probably like Lottie Dottie. What's that? It was Dougie Fresh um, and the Get Fresh crew, Slick Rick, right? And it was like one of the first rap songs back in the day that was like kind of like um, explicit, so to speak. And rap was like, you know, really, really catching on. And I wanted to hear Lottie Dottie. And they had like a clean version of Lottie Dottie, right? So I would go and like try to like really sneak behind my parents back because I was raised in the church, right? <laughs> so they said, Lottie Dottie, we likes the party. We don't cause trouble and we don't bother nobody. We're just some this on the mic. And when we rock upon the mic, we rock the mic, right? So all of y'all keeping y'all in hell just to see you smile and enjoy yourself because it's cool when your claws and cozy condition and uh, that we create because that's our mission. So listen to what we say because this type of uh, happens every day. I Woke up around 10 o'clock this morning I gave myself a stretch up a morning yawning Went to the bathroom to wash up I put some soap on my face and my hands upon the cup I said a mirror mirror on the wall Who is the top choice of them all? There was a rumble dumble Five minutes to last it The mirror said why you conceited Right? So anyway, there's a lot of curse words and stuff in there All that to say My parents didn't want me listening to hip hop and rap Because they thought it would influence me in a negative way now, when rap and hip-hop first started, though, it was clean. You know what I mean? It was uh, Sugar Hill Gang. Hip-hop, a hibbity, a hibbity, hip bit a hop again. Don't slop a rocker to the bang, bang, baby. The up jump the rhythm to the biggie, to the boogie, to bee, right? So what you hear is not a test, because I'm a rapping to the bee. Because me, the crew, and my friends, we gon' try to move your feet. Well, I am Wonder Mike, and I like to say hello, right? It was very simple and uplifting in the community. So that type of rap was like, all right, cool, you can listen to that, but you can't listen to the real dirty stuff. So anyway, all that said, I don't even know where that came from. So again, 
we have to be careful about what we allow our children to listen to and who we allow them to listen to. And again, I talked about influencers before. Now, just because you're popular does not mean you are an influencer in a good way. It just doesn't. So again, I'm going to get back to this. Five questions I believe that every human must answer before they leave this planet. And this is something I think we have to instill again in young people at a very early age. If you have a baby, listen, listen, write it down and in and, and some type of story, incorporate these five questions if you can and see what it might do for you this year. The first question I think that all of us should ask ourselves is, who am I? Every human wants to know that. We are so hungry to know, who am I? Number two, where am I from? Where am I from? In the African-American community, this is a huge, huge question because a lot of us really, really know where we are from. But not our ethnicity. This is more about our heritage. The third question is, why am I here? Most of us really want to know, why am I here? Number four, what can I do? What can I do? And number five, where am I going? So if you want to take these down, I'm going to repeat them again. Who am I? Number two, where am I from? Number three, why am I here? Number four, what can I do? And number five, where am I going? All of these are essential to our time here on earth. Time and change, again, are the two things that each and every human are given. You see some people who are 89, 90 years old. They say in our church, like growing up, right? <laughs> uh, you know, over here, older women say, oh, Pastor, I'm 90 years old. I've been in the church since 1935, and I served God, and I did X, Y, and Z, and all of this stuff happened, right? And sometimes you have to ask, look, what have you done with the time that you've been given? You've been given 90 years, but what did you do in those 90 years? What did you do in those 90 years? Now, there are some people who live a very young life and have done more in 30 years than most people who have lived 90. OMG, think about that. Now, think about this for a second. With all of these questions here, one, two, three, four, five, we have to know that life is not measured by duration meaning how many years we live, but it's mattered by the donation. What did we put into the journey? Again, let me repeat that. Life, I think, is not measured by duration, how many years we live, but by donation. What have we contributed while we're here on our journey? One thing that really baffles me sometimes about funerals is that people want to, you know, give all this love and attention and time and talk about X, Y, and Z about these people as if they can hear them. Meanwhile, people are here on earth searching for a good word, searching for somebody to tell them they love them and nobody can do it. It's amazing to me sometimes how that happens. I remember I was so angry when my brother died years ago. I saw all these people coming in the funeral crying, oh, Barry, blah, blah, blah. And I wanted to ask him, what did you actually do to help him on his journey? 
you sitting here crying and saying all this stuff, but what did you do to actually make sure he was good? Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. That's another podcast. But what are we going to do with the years that we're given? Now, I am 46 years old, and sometimes I feel like for 25 years, I wasted some time. And I'm determined to put the pedal to the metal and not waste another moment. This is why I choose now to do what I do with the podcast and the books that are coming out, is because I want to leave a lasting legacy of something here for one person, at least, to get to change their mind. So let's get to this. Who am I? Who am I has to do with identity. Who am I has to do with identity. And again, let's get back to the whole uh, drug and and, and gang situation. A lot of people don't know whom they are and they're going to look to other people to find out whom they are. And they take on these personas of someone else and that's not truly whom they are. You see a lot of people caught up in things because they feel like this is my family, going and running this for me, doing it. They don't have an identity. So who am I is about identity. And that is huge. That is huge. Now, let's get to where am I from? Where am I from has to do with heritage. Has to do with heritage. Now, a lot of us, again, African-Americans are in search of like truly like, you know, where are we from? Yeah, we know we're from Africa, but they're saying that even when some people go to the homeland, Mother Africa, that a lot of people there don't even know who they are. So we can't just go for our ethnic sake. We really have to understand the heritage part of it, which I'm just starting to kind of sort of understand. So within that, we have, why am I here? The identity. Then we have, where am I from? Which is dealing with heritage. And then after that, number three, we have, why am I here? And ask this question all the time. And I think this is a question that most people have too, right? Why am I here? And that, why am I here equals purpose. What is our purpose? Holy moly. A lot of us don't even know what our purpose are. And I'm still kind of sort of searching around for what my purpose is. So first we have, who am I? Secondly, we have, where am I from? Thirdly, we have, why am I here? Which has to do with your purpose. A lot of us discover our purposes early, but we turn away from them. And we don't truly uh, really tap into what is really in our bellies. And sometimes we bury these things. Dr. Miles Monroe also talks about the wealthiest place in the world is the graveyard. Why is it the graveyard? Because there you find poems never written, songs never written, songs never sung, sermons never preached, because what we do is we try to live for other people. And our purpose is not fulfilled because we're trying to please mommy and daddy. Now your mom and dad says, go and be a lawyer when you know you're a singer. Mom and daddy says, go and be a doctor when you know you're a painter or a writer or an artist. So your purpose is very, very important. Number four, I can say here, what can I do? What can we do with our time here? Now, again, I don't think that your life is measured by your duration, but by your donation, what you're going to leave here on your journey. Doesn't matter if you're 99. If you're 99 and you've done nothing, I mean, what was your life for? Right? So, What can I do? Meaning your potential. Some of us have not really tapped into our truest, truest potential. I believe now I'm starting to really tap into it and I'm not going to stop. I don't care what anybody says. I'm not going to stop because I have something to give the world. So what can I do? What is my potential? 
Potential sometimes shows up in the craziest of places. I didn't even know that I could so-called do like a, a Broadway show situation. All of a sudden I step into this thing and it just happens. The potential was there and I had to tap into it and try to, I can, I'm not gonna quite say master it, but I had to learn on the job about the potential that was already there deep inside of me that I didn't even know existed. And the fifth question, where am I going? That is about hope. That is about faith. That is about hope. That is about faith. Where am I going? And a lot of us don't even know where we're going because we try to latch on to other people and their dreams and their goals and their desires. And that gets us nowhere. Where am I from? Where am I from? Now, forgive me on that one. I got distracted for a minute. This is where am I going? Where am I from has to do with heritage. Why am I here has to do with purpose. What can I do has to do with potential. Where am I going has to do with hope, future. One of our greatest presidents, I believe, was President Barack Obama. And one of the things that he talked about was hope. And he was hope to a whole lot of people, not just to the African-American community, but to the nation in general, because the nation was going through some things. And he ran on this word, H-O-P-E, hope of what it could be if we all decided to make a different decision, go another route, elect our very first African-American president and believe that he could lead just not only the African-American community, but the entire nation. And the nation represents something great. And then because he is the leader of the free world, then could go out and be something where he affects the whole world in general because he has the most powerful position. So hope. And there's so many other examples I could use of this word hope. But he was the first one that came to my brain. So what are we going to do? We have to answer these questions and I believe we have to ask these questions of our children early. Maybe as a as a family function, you can sit around, call a family meeting, Everybody have a piece of paper and everybody has to answer these five questions. Maybe if your kids are in college, you send these with a care package to your kids and have them answer these questions. One, who am I? Number two, where am I from? Number three, what can I do? Excuse me, let me go back because I'm skipping (laughs) y'all. I am human. Number one, I said is who am I? Number two, where am I from? Number three, why am I here? Number four, What can I do? And number five, where am I going? Those are questions I believe that most humans here on this planet want answered. And we should try to find them and answer them as early as possible. And do not let anyone else give you the answer. And if you don't know, you have to dig deep so that one day you can really know why you're here. I know people who are 70 to 90 years old who do absolutely nothing with the rest of their lives. They retire and they sit and watch TV all day. They retire and say, that's enough. I have nothing to give back to the world. They retire. They don't travel. They don't see family. They don't drive. They don't. It's like, what are you doing? Another thing that Dr. Miles Monroe says, some people die at 25 and get buried at 65. That's not going to be me. There are some days that are harder than others. Yes, but I tell you this. My life is nonstop. It is. It is nonstop. And it's great. It's great. I would rather be nonstop than it be me being stagnant. 
So this is why I'm committing to doing this, to try to uplift one or two of you, to change your mindset, one or two of you, so that you can reach your truest potential with the time that you have here on this journey. So many of us see young people leave the planet really early and we go, oh, they had so much potential, right? We say that. Let us all commit to digging deep so when people one day hear our names, they go, ah, he did something, she did something to leave some type of legacy here on this earth. And it doesn't have to be anything big. You don't have to be a billionaire to be able to leave something here. You can have change in your local communities. Be the change, be that change. So good people, I hope that this uplifted you in some way, shape or form. I hope that you might choose to subscribe to this podcast. Again, it's only $5 to subscribe. Pass it on as a gift to a young person. Keep believing in yourself. Keep pushing forward. And I will talk to you a little later.